Wagwami people. Wagwan. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jail Talks Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're back with a new episode now. We back. Hey, we back. No, no guests on this one, but no hey, guests. We, we got them coming. We got them coming though. We, we got some big things hey, planned for this podcast. Yeah, so you know, like team, you know just just stay tuned. Just exactly. stay tuned for real. How's your week been, man? Bro, <sighs> how's my week been? I mean, my week has been good. Um, just mostly working mm-hmm. and class. Like, that's, that's pretty much it. Work? <laughs> Bro, that shit is something else. It's something mm-hmm. else. Thank you. It's driving me crazy. It's bro. something else because, like, um, this is my first job, like, working with people. Yeah. Let alone kids. So, it's like, it's a big difference for me now. Because I made sure all my previous jobs is like very limited people contact. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to deal with all that shit. But now it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm with kids like my entire my entire day. So um, that's been an adjustment because this has been like my first full week. Exactly. I think that one's, yeah, yeah, my first full week. So it's been it's been calm. Um, Same, bro. Classes, shit, their classes, bro. <laughs> Their glasses. I'm waiting for this shit to be over. I'm uh, tired. We'll do two weeks more and we'll be out. Hey, bro, I'm yeah, tired. Bro. Like I'm ready to be done. Exactly. Like, <laughs> two hey. more weeks. I be counting that shit down. You know every what I'm saying, day, bro. <laughs> but that's the thing. This, these weeks have been passing by fast. No, fat. We're almost mid June. Literally, bro. Mid June is crazy. Like, what about you though? Like, how was your <sighs> week? Then? Man, my week is consistent of me studying late at night. I'm waking Ooh, up early as hell, bro. Literally, I was, my teacher would tell me, oh, you got this tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So my ass got a motherfucking study to like 12 p.m. Then I literally have to wake up at 7, 8, live at 7. I have to wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah. 6 a.m., get ready and come go to work. You know what I'm saying? That's then at work, I'll be, I'll be a little dozy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> get my full sleep. I'll be irritated. <laughs> No, that's the worst then part I, too. Then I gotta raise my voice a little bit to tell these kids where to be at and stuff. You know, what no, I'm saying? that's that's the thing too. That you come in, you're barely on like at least for me, I'm barely on like three, four hours of sleep. Exactly, bro. And then these kids, these kids be testing you, bro. Nah, like, for real, <laughs> I'm Shit, I need some Dutch bro. Or something, <laughs> nah, that Dutch be coming in clutch I'm though. Saying, like, bro. like that shit, it hits and it helps every single time. For real, but it's like yeah, working with kids. Um, so far, I don't understand how people do it for real. Like, for real. how do you lot do it? People who choose to work with kids, <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I, I I truly don't understand. I truly don't understand that. But um, it's been a cool experience though. Just yeah, like sure. seeing how different kids from like different backgrounds interact. Yeah, interact. With, that's interact, the that's like, the most. Yeah. That's the most like intriguing thing of them all. You know what I'm saying? Just. Just seeing kids talking, I'll be, I don't look at myself like, is this how I used to talk back then? <laughs> but when I think about it, I really didn't because nah, of where I was from. Yeah, Nigerian kids are different. They're different because, like, especially um, at work now, is that I've been seeing some shit that I'm like, bro, in Nigeria, you had to grow up. Like, you had exactly, to be you had doing to. some certain shit by that exactly. age. Exactly. And I feel like that's a big cultural difference because. You're not gonna go to Nigeria and you're not gonna find a kid that's still walking around. It's like, oh, this is my blankie. <laughs> I, I can't go anywhere without my, my blankie. blankie. Like, yeah, nigga, like, you're seven. I'm saying. <laughs> nah, seven, bro. 
You're know. seven. You're, they're sending you to the market by yourself. Exactly, bro. <laughs> when I was seven, I used to go to the market by myself. Really. <laughs> That's crazy. My mom would send me, give me the money. If I lose that shit, I'll get my ass with. <laughs> so it's just been it's just been an interesting um, just point of view seeing um, kids now. I'm just like you see like some who like their parents definitely like coddle them like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so sheltered, like you don't have to do like you could tell. Yeah. The ones that get pampered and then you could tell the ones that their parents are like, they're on they're on some shit, you know, yeah, like let's get on this shit ASAP. So it's just been an interesting thing. And then the conversations they be having. For real. Bro, those kids would say some wild shit. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like this girl came in with a tail the other day and they're like, She's a furry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was your day. It was a Wednesday, so it was your day off. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Toby would have had a field day with this. We got, we got history with furries on this podcast, <laughs> ain't that right? <laughs> hey, bro, that's, that's that. Like that was, we don't got history with them, but it's just like we point them out sometimes. Yeah, we, we do point we, them we, out. We be, calling, we be calling them out. But it's like, yeah, she just came in with a tail, and then just like, they're like, yeah, she's a furry. Like, bro, she's like six, seven. Like, what the fuck? She know about being uh, a furry, bro. Like, but there's the thing about it. It's like, so, this kid, like, look, when you look at this kid, they're very little, right? Seven-year-old. Tiny. Yeah. tiny as hell. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you see 11-year-old, tiny as hell, too, you know, like, little kids. But, like, I will look at myself, like, back then, I didn't feel that little. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to cap, like, I didn't look that little either. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, damn, like, is this how little I was? You know what I'm saying back then? No, yeah. Like, it's, it's very crazy. It just kind of makes you think back to, like, when you were younger, you know what I'm saying? And trying to relate yourself to them, too. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? No, most definitely. Because I I listened to some of their conversations, and I'm like, was I really having, like, dumbass conversations like yeah, that exactly, when I was a kid? Like, I mean, we're seeing it from, like, an adult perspective. Exactly. Now. Like, so now I, I, I look at the adults that I used to look at us back yeah, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so now it's, and the funny thing too is like to them, they don't still understand what well, most of them don't understand, like the concept of like age yet. Mm-hmm. So if you're more than five years older than them, they're like, oh, you've got to be married, you got to have kids. Exactly. The amount of times I've been asked if I'm married or if I got <laughs> kids, I'm like, nigga, exactly. no, I can barely feed myself. <laughs> like, what you mean, have kids? And so it's, it's just been, it's just been an interesting, um, experience is just like working in that environment um and i'm just trying to work on my people skills for real like this shit is gonna take you far in life yeah it's definitely something i'll say i've been working on lately like you know i'm trying to expand i'm trying to network a little bit more Mm -hmm. instead of just being confined in just my close friends and things you know what i'm saying i want to yeah because like you know like i've i've said before i'm not really there's certain types of people that I'm not really very comfortable around. Mm-hmm. So I try my best to try to, you know what I'm saying, just kind of be open-minded and kind of challenge myself, put myself in those uncomfortable situations, you know no, what I'm that's saying? Facts. That's facts. It's fact. definitely something that de- I feel like helps me grow as a person. No, yeah. Sure. And that's the thing, though, too, um, since coming here, I've, like, growing up, I was not, like, comfortable around, like, being around black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Bama touched on that in the last episode where he was like, yeah, just being around black people. And then they say that and we're like, nah, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, that's something that I've gotten better at, exactly. you know, and 
it's just I just want to be a better communicator. That's that's a big thing for me because for me, um, I've always just been like, okay, cool. If we have issues, I'm just gonna shut down. Like we don't even got to talk about it. Like, bro, just don't talk about it. We got issues. We got issues. Like, but it's like now I'm working on like communicating my my feelings, like, and making sure that person knows like all that shit. So, you know, baby steps, but we're we're still yeah. we're still gonna get there eventually. Yeah, definitely. I feel like for me, when it comes to that type of thing, is like um, just the trauma I've had from when I was younger coming mm. here. And being bullied by a lot of black students, yeah, yeah. it's like it's not something that you can just <laughs> snap and be like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm comfortable, no, I'm around, comfortable them. around them again." You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, it's something that I have to like grow into. Even though years have passed, mm-hmm. it's just it's still there in the back of my, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, subconsciously, no. it's like I'm still not fully yeah, comfortable. I remember that shit. Yeah, so. you know what I'm saying? So I it's definitely you. it's definitely like now when it comes to that thing, now I kind of understand people who also have had some type of trauma, whatever whatever type of trauma they've mm-hmm. had, and how it's hard for them to break off of certain behaviors. No, that's you know facts. That's facts. That's facts. Because, like, from my experience, you know what I'm saying, is it's more of like, it just, it becomes a subconscious thing where it's like, you can't break that shit up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you wanted to break that shit up, then you have to go like shit like therapy. You know, I'm not going to therapy for no damn you know thing. <laughs> okay. So, so that, thank you for touching on that. Mm-hmm therapy especially for men mm-hmm. and then especially from african men mm. what are your thoughts on that because am my i grew up in a household where i vividly remember first time i went to my dad's village mm. and i cried they told me that i i'm as a man keep in mind <laughs> i was like six so, yeah i was like six <laughs> or seven at this point and mm. they're like as a as a man Mm-hmm. As the firstborn son of the family, you should not be Sh- shedding tears. Cheers, exactly. Keep that shit in and deal with it. So that I don't even think they I don't think I don't think they remember ever telling me this. Mm-hmm. But to me, that shit was locked in. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're not doing all that right now. Exactly. So as I've carried that shit like damn near my entire life. And so now I want to bring that back to you because I believe it's mental mental health awareness month. Mm-hmm. So it's like and men are one of like probably the more underrepresented exactly. um demographic in that. So your thoughts on like the whole mental health situation yeah. with men, especially coming from men from an African background. Yeah. I think like it's definitely like cemented into the African culture of men. Bro, you're a big boy. Can't cry. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I'm you're a big boy. Don't cry. Mm-hmm. So it be subtle things like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just from those small words of, I mean, it's encouraging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, big boy. Don't cry. But it, it depends. It depends on how it's, um, what's it called, indoctrinated into somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because That's you can right. say you're a big boy. Don't cry. And you're like, yeah, man, you're the man of household. Mm-hmm. If you cry, then you're weak. I, yeah. you know, at that point, that's like you just. Traumatizing the nigga, you know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, that's, that's facts. That's facts. So, like, I definitely feel like, yeah, like, men are very, um, are not really represented for when it comes to mental health awareness. Because, mm-hmm. like, bro, like, men really be going through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, facts. relationships, facts. work, facts. most di- just different aspects, bro, because 
feel like men are put on this um right. you're given this responsibility of not showing no type of weakness, you know what I'm saying? You got bottle all you that got, shit. You got to bottle all that shit in, and yeah. that shit causes issues, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you got to be able to you got to be able to um what's it called? Express your emotions, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, don't go out here crying. Hey, everybody <laughs> got that, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying. If you feel like you need to cry, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Let that shit out. You don't. You don't necessarily have to let it out in front of people to see. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, if, you need you. To, if you need to go to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying. Let that shit out. Then talk to somebody about it. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's like going back to having a support system. I'll say yeah. That's definitely. That's definitely important. That as men, we should we should definitely like come together and definitely like make it a norm for mm-hmm. men to show emotion and get in get in touch with their emotions, you know what I'm saying? That's definitely fair. for sure because you know what I'm saying, I feel like a lot of people really what's it called? Just look look down on you know, other yeah. men when when they show emotions. When, and they show emotions. Like, yeah. So that's how I feel about it for real. All right, and then what about therapy? Therapy. Um, like, do you see yourself ever going to therapy for any reason? I really don't know for real because, like, there. See, I feel like one thing about it is like therapy. I feel like Hollywood makes therapy look like something that's not. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll you know see. what I'm saying. Like, explain, explain that. Um, I'm actually curious. How do I put it? It's like so. I'll I'll say it like this. I feel like people become this comes to a pride thing. Mm. People don't like being seen as you I'm pretty sure you don't like being seen as somebody with issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so, I got none. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? People people trying to like show this image of I'm good, you know, nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong with me. Then imagine somebody's telling you I got issues and I got a result. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got it. So it's yeah. like, imagine like you talking to somebody, right? And like the person says, oh yeah, and I got to go to therapy today. Like you, you, you kind of, you'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. I feel like it's like, because therapy has always been portrayed as when, if somebody's having an issue, like, like those deep rooted issues where shit. they can't handle yeah, it themselves, yeah, 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 yeah. then they need to go to therapy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of been twisted. The image yeah, of therapy is twisted, but I feel yeah. like. You know what I'm saying? Therapy's healthy. You're talking to actual professionals who, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at celebrities. A lot of celebrities. Bro, they be going through some shit. They be going bro. through some shit. They, I feel like they go through worse shit than normal people. That's what I'm saying. I just want to be rich, but like behind the scenes. Scenes. Like, I, like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a little fan. You know what I'm yeah, okay. yeah. I, I don't want no fans. None of that. Like, <laughs> I, I'm good off that. Yeah, definitely. But no, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, for me, like the example I already used about, um, like just my dad's side of the family telling me to bottle that shit in. That has been my image of how, um, that's been my image, that's been like the idea in my head for so long of how men should handle emotions. It's like, don't cry. Yeah. Just deal with that shit and just bury it as far down as possible. And just don't bring it up again. So um, as the years have gone on, I think I, I would say I've gotten better at trying, mm-hmm. trying to open up. I wouldn't say I'm opening up, but it's like making that attempt. Attempt, exactly. And um, I, 
Well, that's where the whole support system thing comes from. Exactly. And right here in Arizona, I feel like I have a pretty solid support system like you and everyone else where if I got some shit going on, I could I could talk vent. to you about yeah, that. I could talk you know to people. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a certified therapist or anything like that. Yeah. You no, know? but you know, those conversations we have here at like two, three AM at night. Exactly. Like those are therapeutic for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Is that because on one hand I'm like, okay, cool, someone else is going through the same shit as me. Um it's not just me. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, I'm also like, I get to get this shit off my chest. And like so I get a, a different person's perspective on the problem. And so I think like more people more men especially should seek therapy like you don't have to wait till shit hits the ceiling mm-hmm. for you to like or is this shit hits the ceiling or shit hits the fan <laughs> oh, I forgot I, I think it's both of them I think yeah it's, it's both it's both of it's them both. yeah I, I don't even know how the saying goes but, but you don't have to wait for things to get so crazy before you go to therapy because you know it's just like chipping away at like you know yeah. bad things just like Little baby steps at a time. You're not going to get a massive breakthrough your first time. Mm -hmm. So use the people around you. Make sure they're good people. Just talk to someone as a start. And get it. Wait, my bad for cutting you off. No, no. It's like um, when when somebody says when seeking therapy, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go find a therapist. Yeah. Exactly. It just means whatever way you can, you know what I'm saying? Like find something that definitely takes that burden off of you basically that's, that's right. if you want to talk to your friends mm-hmm. seeking therapy if you feel like playing video games takes away from your issues that's seeking therapy you know stuff like yeah. that just deal with your issue in a healthy manner in a healthy manner exactly. because for me um in high school i know whenever i get pissed or just get annoyed to the point where i feel like i can't hold this shit anymore i just go for a run mm-hmm. and when i say i mean like printing like just trying to tire like all that energy all that anger i got built up i'm gonna wear myself out of that where i'm too tired to be angry and i don't know if that's positive if, if that's a positive way but um of dealing with shit like that but for me it really helped back then yeah. because i go on that run i come back 20 minutes later like my head is clear. Like <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm I'm thinking straight now, and I'm just like, okay, what the fuck? Like, why the fuck was I so mad yeah. about that shit? Like, it's not even it's not even worth it for real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like just different things. Like gym, the gym is definitely therapeutic for mm-hmm. me as well. That's another amazing place because you just you're building up yourself, you're building up a healthy lifestyle, while also um, dealing with whatever emotion. Or whatever shit is going on in your life in that current moment. Yeah. So there are so many different healthy ways of dealing with stuff, and you can always refer to people as well. Exactly. So I feel like if it stops you from making wrong decisions, then mm-hmm. it's then good. it's a healthy way. It's a healthy way. Exactly. That's fair. Look, look at us out here being I'm saying, therapeutic. Therapeutic. Yeah. Therapy. Hey. We'll just add that it, to your list. Okay. We changed the podcast name. <laughs> therapeutic podcast. <laughs> therapeutic talks. <laughs> therapeutic talks. Hey, that's, that's mad. That's I'm mad. Saying, uh, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to um, touch on that topic real quick because um, it's just something I've been curious about. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, can you 
positively said right like right now could you imagine your father going to therapy exactly <laughs> that's exactly. crazy yeah exactly so it's just like i just want to get like a different perspective on that because i don't want to continue that pattern pattern mostly like, mostly you know you want to be able to figure yourself out and heal mm-hmm. and do what you need to do now so that in the future it doesn't affect the people around you. If you're ever going to have kids, it doesn't, it doesn't affect kids your kids. Part especially. Yeah, but because yeah. you got to heal before you had kids. Bro, man. That's what I'm saying, because kids will test you. I yeah. learned, I'm learning that right I'm now. Saying, I feel like, no, I definitely, like, this time is like, I've definitely been able to learn so much about myself when it comes to kids. And just see, I've seen myself in the future of me having kids and how I would definitely, like, put them on the right track. You no, know what I'm saying? Facts. That's facts. And for me, I just want... I just don't want to like be passive aggressive mm. to my own kids. Exactly. Like let my own issues and then instead of me letting it out somewhere, then I let it out on the kids type mm-hmm. shit. If I decide to have kids, nobody get their hopes up. Yeah. Especially my mom. I'm gonna have don't. I'm gonna have five kids. Five kids? Yeah. Okay, that's that's not too crazy. I remember you said nine or ten yeah. one time. Nine if I'm rich as hell. <sighs> But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be rich. So I know this man's gonna be rich, but nine kids. I don't have nine kids. Come this on, man's man. building his own soccer team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do one. I believe it. I believe it. Nah, I feel like yeah, we we're having this conversation before. I feel like you know when it comes to that point where I have kids, I'm, you know, what I'm saying like, um, I'm gonna let them do what they want to do. You know, I'm not gonna force them into no. See, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of parents, what they do is like they they try to get their kids to leave live their dreams. Mm, they're trying to live a character. You know what I'm saying? Day. So let's say, oh, I didn't go D one, so now my kids must go D one. Then that's the whole issue you're putting yeah, on top of your kids. Yeah. Pressure, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? They're not into it. Now you're trying to force them to get into yeah. something they're not into. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Different people are gonna have different passions. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like. When that point comes, I'm definitely gonna, you know, what I'm saying whatever they want to do. Like, you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them, you know, what I'm saying come on, try, come on, try a little sports here, you know, what I'm saying you don't know what's gonna happen, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> but if if that's not something they don't want, they want to do, or if that's not something they don't want to do, if that if that, <laughs> if that's something they don't want to do, then yeah, I'll, you know, what I'm saying chase your dreams, you know, what I'm saying I feel like that's one thing. One thing here is like whatever you want to do, you know, say. You should definitely try. I mean, if it's a good, yeah. if it's a good thing, if it's a reasonable thing that you know, what I'm saying like, you yeah. want to try, definitely go ahead and do it. You know, what I'm saying I'm Absolutely. never gonna stop. I feel for me, you know, I'm never gonna stop my kids from doing what they want to do. You know, what I'm saying that's fair. I mean, like if I if I had a kid and they're like six, seven, six, eight, mm. and they're not trying to go into <laughs> basketball and they're trying to do some artistic shit, <laughs> look, look. Try that a little bit for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop him. I'm not gonna stop him. But you know, I'm just be rolling a basketball at them I'll every say, once I'll in a say, while. Hey, cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you want to work on the jump shot real quick? I'm saying <laughs> little little Timmy. I'll say, I'll say I'll definitely like get my kids into definitely like a healthy lifestyle, which is I don't know. You know what I'm saying working out sports. Just I, I already know I'll put him in less than pop. You know what I'm saying? Like oh my the, kids! The my kid. kids are getting whey protein out the womb. Whey protein is crazy. <laughs> Mix it with the breast milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. Creatine. 
Got to get get buy a little baby weight. Set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Creatine and the little baby food. Yes, yeah. we bro. we coming out yoked. For real, <laughs> but, but yeah, definitely. I definitely like keep them in a nice, healthy lifestyle. You know, what I'm saying? just get my kids active. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I would definitely, and that's the thing I like about these kids camp. But it's very important, definitely for kids. Oh, man. different I camps like are great. Kids yeah. camps are definitely great because they 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 start to build their social life. Through these type of things, and the earlier they start building that social life, you know, as they grow up, it'll be easier for them to navigate their shows in the real world. Nah, that's facts. You know facts. what I'm saying? That's facts. I feel like, and that, I already know that's something I'm gonna be doing when I get kids. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say to every kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure they get that social stuff mm-hmm. from an early age. You know what I'm saying? Just so they're able to navigate themselves for real. But what about you? Um. Yeah, my kids would definitely be. I feel like. Being sociable now is just a highly coveted skill, especially mm-hmm. since everything's moving digital. Exactly. Like, you know, you could talk to someone halfway across the world and just have a whole friendship and relationship with that person without ever leaving the comfort of your own room. Exactly. And then a lot of people now begin to rely on that. Like, instead of face-to-face communication, face-to-face contact, mm-hmm. It's everything's over the internet, everything's over a screen, like behind a screen. So um, I definitely think just having these different types of camps, whether it's sports camps or like science camps or like kids camp, just teach kids, especially the new generation that are born like smack dead into like this iPad, yeah, this iPad kid, iPad kids pro, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like just, especially those these younger ones being born like smacked into like this little pinnacle of technology that we've hit, Mm -hmm. where everything they ever will need or they ever want will be one tap or a few taps away. Just. Take them outside, make them touch grass, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, really. Because I, I, my mom, like that was what that was one thing she did. Uh, she was and my aunt as well. They were harping on this thing, like every single summer, and sometimes like during the school year too. That once it hits four p.m., five p.m., and that sun is going down, everyone drop everything and go outside. Spend at least an hour, mm-hmm. even if you're just sitting outside doing nothing. Go in the sun and do something. Be and. At the time, like, I was, like, 11. I was, like, man, what the fuck? Like, ain't nobody trying to do that. But I appreciated that so much now because, to be quite honest, I was that kid that was the computer nerd. I wanted to just stay in the computer all day, like, just trying to figure out how the computer works. I'll be taking that shit apart, like, you know? (laughs) So it was, like, doing that, that was what, like, made me um, focus more into sports and just hone in my skills for like soccer, basketball, all that. And I definitely appreciate, like at the time I didn't because I was like, bro, ain't nobody trying to go outside right now. Like the favorite cartoon is on, like why am I stepping outside? <laughs> I, <see>. I, <laughs> I remember just stepping outside and I go through the window, I'm trying to watch the TV. My mom closes the blinds on me. <laughs> like, <bro. laughs> so it was like, that's something I would definitely do um, with my kids as well as like healthy eating. Like, that's something I'll also, like, get my kids into. Um, same way my mom did. Probably not to that to the degree my mom did. But, you know, healthy eating, especially living in America, bro. Like, everything is prepackaged. Same, all that, bro. like, but junk food is is a lot cheaper 
than healthier foods. Exactly. Like going grocery shopping, like you see anything organic, all that, it's organic ten times the price. Yeah, bro. I'm like, bro, like what the fuck? So yeah, I'll definitely like I think if I do end up having a family, it'll definitely be an active family. Like we'll mm-hmm. be those families that be running marathons and shit. <laughs> Probably honestly. Triathlon Triathlon, <laughs> athlete. Like, yeah, that's gonna be my family for that's sure. Same. Yeah, that's probably gonna be mine because I want athletic ass kids. I don't want I don't want to be I don't want them to be lazy. That's all. Yeah, no, I don't. Want <laughs> I can't stand them. lazy people. And my partner got to be active. Yeah, I can't. Like that was that was a big thing for me for a long time. It was like talking to someone. I'm like, oh, like let's let's go let's go to the gym. Let's go play basketball. Let's go play soccer. Let's go on a hike. And they're like, nah, I'm good. Or oh, can we do something else? That shit, I was like, bro. Yeah. I'm an active person. I need to be out and about. Mm-hmm. So I need someone who can also match that and keep up with that. And that's me. the thing. It gets harder, too, when you get older, bro. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That that motherfucker <laughs> start adding up. <laughs> you gonna start adding up, bro. Nah, so, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be the hot dad everyone's hitting on. Oh my god, your dad's hot. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure my kids get bullied for having a hot dad and a hot mom. <laughs> like <laughs> that's saying, that's bro. my sole goal in life. Nah, for so, real, it's, but like all jokes aside, like that's that's the goal. Just have a healthy family, bro. Like yeah, bro. so. We'll see what happens like in yeah. time. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm just looking forward to see what my future gonna be like. Bro, that's true. No, okay, okay. Before we leave, this is a question. I forgot what show I was watching, but I, I, I don't know what show I was watching. But would you rather know the future, mm-hmm. or just continue living how you like? Just know everything that'll happen till the day you die type of thing or just continue living in oblivion and just like wake up and be like fuck it let's see what today holds type of thing i would definitely choose the um living oblivion bro oh okay explain i've already been living my whole life in oblivion (laughs) it it'll just it that would you're just placing so much anxiety on yourself on yourself that's fair because now you know the lows Mm. you know what i'm saying Okay. You could know the highs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. once you know the lows, that ex- you're not going to be able to live normally. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. So I would definitely p- pick the oblivion because then you can go through that and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But how could you How could you enjoy it? Okay, let's say you, have, you know that you're going to have a high before you have a low. How could you really enjoy that high if you know that that low that is coming? That low is coming. Oh, you okay. know what I'm saying? That's fair. That's fair. So what about you? Okay, I was going to say living <laughs> known in the future, but it's like, now you've made your point. I, yeah. I kind of see where you're coming from because it's kind of like, you can never truly live your life to the yeah. fullest. Then you're going you're gonna to try to, you're, you're going to try, try to be to, changing, like, trying yeah, to change things. Shape things to then, a certain way, yeah. Like, okay, let's say, let's say um, one of your lows is... Um, you're gonna get into a car accident and lose your legs. Damn, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love my legs. Nah, nah, what the fuck? Now you like it's not going help in the car ever again. <laughs> you just you just you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, nah, I got you. I got you. But also another another point of view from that is also um like if you if you know the low and you try to avoid that low, you will never learn the you lesson. You never exactly that is associated with that, with that. low. 
So and how could you really evolve as a Yeah, and then you just stay stagnant. You stay stagnant in your life. Exactly, bro. Okay, well, nigga, you made a good point. Exactly. That, see, this is why I bring up the shit that I think about when I'm by myself. <laughs> For on this real. Nah, so we can thoughts, discuss. Them thoughts at 3 a.m. be killers, bro. <laughs> so we can discuss it and I can get a different perspective. Exactly, bro. For yeah, sure. I feel like this is spot to end, end it for yes, this sir. one. Um, you want to send, send us off? Yes, sir. All right, guys. Take care. And we're going to bring you with a nice episode next time. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Bye. Baby, calm down. Calm down. Yo, this your body. He puts in my heart for lockdown. For lockdown. For lockdown.